<laughs> so anyway, uh, at the beginning of 2011, I had a big decision to make. Did I want to continue with my ad agency mm-hmm. or did, did I want to take this opportunity and go to Washington, D.C. for training and then be assigned to a post somewhere in the world? Right. So, you know, me, I just said this is another adventure. So I sold my house. I sold my partnership. I packed me and my dog and two cats in this little sports car with a lot of my things and drove to Washington, D.C. So, so started a whole new career. So your daughter's away now. Yeah, she's, uh, she had, she was, at that time, let's see, 2011, she was just about to graduate. Yeah, she was graduating oh, okay. from Vanderbilt okay. for her undergraduate degree. And she went on to Harvard also to get her master's. Oh, okay, beautiful. Um, so I got to go to her graduation, which was cool. Uh, I was still in, in D.C. So I had to go through eight or nine months of training. And mm. like the second month, they brought me and the 89 other uh, foreign service officers, mm-hmm. new, newly minted foreign service officers, into this huge room, mm-hmm. and they made announcements. Where's your first post going to be? And it could be anywhere in the world, or mm-hmm. you could be assigned a domestic assignment. And because I had the Arabic, I thought, oh, they're going to send me to Egypt. I even, I even got extra points for to passing the Egyptian Arabic test. Right. And so I thought, I'm going to Egypt, somewhere, Jordan, like that. And they announced my name, and they said, John Elliott, you're going to Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Oh. (laughs) Now, I spoke Spanish, right? But I didn't speak a word of Portuguese. Of course. So all all of my fellow foreign service officers were very jealous of me, and I felt... I didn't deserve this honor, right. you know. Right. It was just a big shock. And so I had to go through a crash course for four months and transferring my Spanish to Portuguese. Mm. And then I was brought down to Rio de Janeiro, right off Ipanema Beach. Mm. And uh, this lavish five-bedroom apartment in the middle of a luxurious neighborhood because wow. they, they were worried about security in the other neighborhoods. And I did that for two years. I was a vice consul. I adjudicated people as they came to the window to see if they could get a visa to come to the USA. Mm. And I did a lot of fraud prevention and a lot of other things. Of course, all the time I'm taking pictures in Brazil. Yeah, you're still continuing. Yeah, yeah. and you'll see. The Human Pulse. The Human Pulse series. Uh, this is a this is a, one of my books on the human pulse, right. which is available here at mm-hmm. the Chelsea Art Center. You'll see up. about uh, ten pictures from Brazil here, because there was so much of interest to me for the human pulse. You know, the Brazilians are very animated to begin with, right? Generally speaking, so I I was living the life, you know. Uh, and now I would take a lot of chances. I would go, because I'm interested in the most impoverished people, I would go into the slums, which are called oh, okay. favelas. Favelas, yes. And I, would, I went to seven favelas against the uh, wishes of our security team. Of course. They said, you can't go in there, you shouldn't go there, and blah, blah, blah. I went in there, and I had a great time. The yeah. people I met in there, they were looking out for me. They were very kind and courteous. I never had any problems with crime. Yeah. I never had my camera looked at. People, once you go in to an area where people are imperiled, you're 
part of them. Yeah. They're going to look out for you, yeah. generally That's speaking. Yes. Unless you say something stupid and insulting. Yes. So I, yes. this is a, a continuation of my uh, knowledge about humanity. Mm. That if you have a friendly demeanor and yes. you're not posturing and you're humble, right? and you know, like you, you want to learn their language, you want to learn their food, you want to learn what life is like, and you show an interest. Yes. Even if they are uh, criminal, a lot of times you can befriend them, and mm -hmm. they'll say, "Hey, take my picture." Wow. So you are now in. I mean, you you've gone inside of the fabric at down in Rio yeah. of the human pulse itself, yeah. and you are now a part of the real deal behavior, how people interact, all these different things, the whole um, color, the color of the spaces from the buildings and all of that, you are now inside there. That's amazing. Yeah. So this is now the human pulse is being um, developed and you are making your way to Chelsea Art Center, which is where we are, thanks to Barbara Fife. So the Chelsea Arts Center is John Elliott's work. You are here for, I think you Through go December. up until December 15th. Yeah, 2023. So folks could come down and check out your work. So tell us about this exhibit that currently exists here at the <coughs> Chelsea Arts Center. All right. So Dr. Fife was very kind to me and allowed me to show works from two of my series. One is the human pulse, but the other is walls and spaces. Beautiful. So this is walls and spaces back here. Right. Um, I've got a total of 40 frame photographs from both series. And so on both, you've got pictures from around the world. And I've been to almost 60 countries. A lot of these countries are represented in these pictures. Right. There are also right. USA pictures. Okay. Uh, but a lot of them were taken in Brazil. Uh, this one that you can see over here, uh, it was taken in This is in, the in big Brazil. one. Like, yes, yeah, this, this is one of the big ones. Mm. And I should mention that before I entered the, uh, before I went down to Brazil, I had to learn Portuguese and I had a tutor. I had four tutors. One of them ended up becoming my wife. Oh. And so she was, we were doing this virtually. I met her down there in Brazil in person after a couple months and we hit it off. And I, we ended up marrying the year after. Which means your language of speaking Spanish, it's Portuguese, Portuguese yeah. would even be stronger. Oh, because yeah. you know, living with <laughs> the teacher. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then when I was assigned from an ex assignment to Saudi Arabia, uh, by that time we were married, mm. and uh, Becky came with me. And then shortly, uh, well, in the second year I was there, uh, she became pregnant. Right. Shocking me. You know, right. she showed me the blue thing. Right, on right, the right. Stick Here you said, go. This Guess is what? This is Father's Day. And I was like, wait a minute. This is deja vu. I did this 26 years ago. Yes. Uh, so, uh, again. The human part of the Entered it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the human part of the still going. Yeah. I guess so. So, yeah. so um, uh, Diana was born in DC. I, I had to curtail my assignment by a couple months 
and returned to D.C. where I had seven domestic assignments. Right. And Deanna was born at George Washington Hospital. And uh, so Deanna is now seven. Right. And she's very much a part of my life. And uh, I take her to school, pick her up, make everything for her and help her through her challenges of, of life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Deanna helped me uh, set this photography show up. Oh, that's beautiful. And she beautiful. took pictures of me setting it up. Okay. So it's all come for full circle. Yes. Where uh, Danielle helped me with a big photography show I had in Brazil. Now Deanna's no, helping Deanna. me with this. That's beautiful. Uh, 20 years, no, 10 years later, sorry. Yeah, because beautiful. my big show in Brazil was 10 years ago. Um, so to getting back to your question, the human, yes. uh, the walls and spaces are here in one of the galleries, and then in the library is the human pulse. Human pulse, okay. Um, and I had to be uh, very selective because there's not a lot of space in the library. But when you all come and visit this exhibition, I think you'll see representative images uh, that show the diversity of humanity, the excitement. Uh, you've got the full spectrum of emotions and joy. Uh, and reflection mm. and uh, also challenges. Now the human pulse also has an ulterior motive which is to shine a light on the challenges that people have in living in uh, darkness and right. difficulty. I see. And so uh, you'll, you don't see any in, in this exhibit because I, I had to kind of mainstream it but the whole series when you look at the book or when you go on thehumanpulse.com right you'll see images that show human trafficking, child mm-hmm. labor, okay. Uh, okay. extreme poverty, right. but right. not in a gory way. It's showing the humanity, the full spectrum of humanity, and that's really what the Human Pulse is all about. Okay, beautiful. And of course, we will show you the, the Human Pulse that's in the library, and of course, walls and spaces. You will see some of these wonderful photographs coming up on the screen. Um, so folks who want to get in touch with you to buy the book and to buy these wonderful photographs. You did call, you said your website just now. What is that website? Again? Yeah, www.thehumanpulse.com. Thehumanpulse.com. Um, email? Um, well, J-E at the human pulse.com. Okay, and they'll find that on J-E, your website. Yeah, yeah J-E. Yeah. 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 J-E. yeah, they'll find that on the website. And uh, also on the website, I started putting stories about my photography. And I took some of my journals going back even to uh, when I was covering the Republican and Democratic conventions right. as a teenager. Mm-hmm. You've got stories about that. I've got an expose on the cruelty that goes on in Saudi Arabia, mm. where I witnessed the whipping of somebody. That his only crime was that he started a blog oh. that was uh, talking about the possibility of change in Saudi Arabia, hmm. and they put him in. They they gave him a sentence of one thousand lashes. Wow. I was there for the first fifty lashes. I documented that. And the uh, U.S. Embassy in Saudi Arabia had no idea that I was there because I could have gotten a lot of trouble. Um, Hmm. And so there's all sorts of stories in the blog. And I think that might be enlightening if you go to the website, you go to the blog stories, you'll see a little bit more of some of the ways that I'm able to navigate. Yes. And some of it is done through uh, chutzpah, but the Yiddish say chutzpah. 
and some of it is done through, uh, like I covered the MAGA convention last year with with the pro-Trumpers and pro-DeSantis. Right. I, I wore a red hat and I wore a red shirt, so I, I got in. I got all sorts of interesting pictures from that. Beautiful. And sometimes you got to do a little bit of subterfuge in order to get the real story. Of course, of course. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, your story is magnificent. It's, I mean, it, I mean, I mean, there's a whole lot more stuff I'm sure we haven't touched on, but um, I think you need to be looking into Netflix to see if you could get a documentary on your story because it's really, really, and I like the uh, mirror aspect of you now being a single parent dad and you have your two daughters that you are taking care of and you are in their life you know that's 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 brilliant so all of John's work um, you know you will see it on the screen go to his website check him out you want to come down to the uh, Chelsea Art Center to check out his exhibit it goes up until December 15th John thank you Thank you for enlightening us out here about, you know, your your journey. I, I am pretty certain this will resonate with a lot of people because your journey is a humane one. And for you to end up in some of these areas and be untouched. I think if I look behind, I may see an angel sitting on your back. Yeah. Well, I agree. Yeah. And I can't yeah. say that I was untouched. For example, when I was down in Haiti in 2010, I was working in the most extreme situations with this organization I started, uh, Aid West. Aid West. Uh, I came back and I had to go through a lot of therapy for PTSD. Mm. And that was the yes. most, that was the crucible for me. Right. So yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm as in touch, but you're but, right. Yeah. Very yeah. blessed, and uh, there is definitely... I think we all have a reason for our existence. Yes. My life is yes. half half over. Let's see what the other half is like. I see. This is the Ocala Arts and Entertainment Podcast, and your host, Sean Thomas. I've been hanging out here with the great John Elliott, so make sure to come check his exhibition out down at the Chelsea Arts Center. It's here until December 17. Thanks again, John. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, brother.